What is up, everybody? This is Recapper Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing Sabrina, episode five. And it's called Dreams, Dreams in a Witch House. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, our MVPs, LVPs. So stick around for that. And for anybody who's just joining us for the very first time, thanks so much for coming through. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. And for all of our returning listeners, thanks for coming back. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. What did you think of it? So that's a great question because I was going to ask you the same question. And I think <laughs> well, you can that, ask me after. <laughs> uh, I think that it was completely different from what I was expecting from this show, I think, in general, mm-hmm. as well as from where we are right now in the season. So I'm not going to say if I loved it or hated it, but I will just say that it gave me so many feelings of those classical cartoon shows, not cartoon shows, but like those old school shows that we used to watch in the 90s, like Power Rangers or even Goosebumps. Like every episode has some sort of like episodically, like episodic ghost or like demon or something that they need to vanquish, like some sort of monster. Yeah, and definitely then it's like, like separate and, from and, everything and I know, else. I know that Roberto was saying that like every episode is going to be like a take on some sort of different film or horror mm-hmm. theme. And I don't think it's... Th- so much of that but like i totally feel like it's like buffy where like every episode she's battling against a different type of yeah like a demon yeah and then buffy's by the end a great of it, like, example of that it it kind of finishes after that which honestly i don't mind at all um this episode i think was the first one where you can kind of feel that they're gonna do that for the rest of the season mm-hmm. um but i didn't mind it because i think i think they're trying to throw her into different situations um, right. And the only way to do that, I guess, is this way, you know? I I agree with you. My only concern, I guess, is the fact that we have 10 episodes to handle, right? There's not a lot of content that we can, like, you know, if we really want to get our feet wet into this world and, you know, we're getting all this, like, detailed stuff from her, this episode didn't really give us all those things. It was yeah, very much sure. a filler episode. So episode five getting a filler episode so soon in the season and in the series it's kind of to me it's kind of random but like i said i didn't hate it i it like i said it gave me that those vibes from like those old school shows um that were like episodic in that regard yeah. where every episode there's like a new new situation to have to handle so yeah i didn't i didn't mind well, it yeah, but at the same time it. i was like yeah. all right so right off the top sabrina is like running into into the room, like into the room where Zelda and Hilda are chilling, because she's yeah, like, so, "There's a so demon." So where we ended off room. last time was when the demon came out of the the um, what was it called again? Uh, the Akron. The Akron. So the demon came out chasing, or it shows up, right? And then yeah. she like sketches out and she runs to the aunt's bedroom. One thing I like asked myself too, though, is like, how did she get out of the room? Like, literally, the demon was coming through yeah, her front door. It seems so. like there, there's like more than one door to like get around the house. Like, I feel like sure. they all have multiple um, doors. Even if, but that's the thing. Like, okay, one thing I'll, I'll maybe ask you at this point in time too is, do you think that the show is lacking in magic? No, like, not at all. A no. lot of magic. No. Like, you didn't want her to, like, teleport to their room or anything? Like, you didn't want to see but something cool I think like that? we're gonna... S- I feel like you will see it. I mean, yeah, no. I, I, this whole episode was magic. What are you talking about? 
But it's like sleeping. It's like sleep magic. It's not really like I want to see her like do something crazy. Like she's not even she's like literally like running around and I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. I'm just I'm just kind of making a point. But uh, yeah, so she runs into the, the her aunt's like room or where they were chilling. And she was like, yo, there's a demon that came out of the Akron. We need to get rid of it. Um, and so they meet, uh, this demon at the stairs, at the foot of the stairs, and they just, like, capture, they capture it in an yeah. urn. Yeah. And they just So see, everyone's like, awake at this point, like, everyone wakes up or, like, right. comes back down the stairs, and then everyone's like, oh my god, like, put it away, put it away. And, yeah. like, so her name is Batty Bat, which we don't, I don't think we find that out until after. Yeah, But her voice, until. her voice killed me, because she was like, hey guys what's up <laughs> and her face is like some ratchet like rubber melted like mask yeah and her voice was just so funny because like she sounded like this like young girl <laughs> that's what i mean i just feel like it felt like a power rangers episode it's like yeah. they had like the fake rubber mask on she's trying to talk through she, it she, she literally really sounded like fake. rita repulsa yeah. yeah she looked really fake yeah she was yeah. not scary at all so basically what happens is i think zelda puts her away right in the in the yeah she urn. seals her in the urn she thinks that she's gone they also seal the entire house so she doesn't get out right. of the house so I don't think she first. can get, I think that's the thing that she can't get out of the house. Cause she's like, Edward put a spell or something that I can't leave. Right? No, it wasn't Edward. They had to seal the house as soon as she, like she as soon out? as they found oh, out, okay. like, yeah, yeah, they all came together. They sealed the house so she can't get in and out without the spell, which is the whole idea of the entire episode. Yeah. So, so this was like uh, a really cool sequence. Cause they put her in the urn. You're like, okay, sick. Like, I guess like this girl's like done now, like this villain. And yeah. then they all go to bed. Hilda puts Sabrina to sleep, which was a really cute moment. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, ha- like, she's like, so is everything's okay now? She's like, yeah, everything's like good. Like, just go to sleep, whatever. Yeah. But then you realize that, like, they are in the dream already. Like, she's put right. them to sleep already, which was yes. really cool. Like, it tripped it was me really- out. Yeah, it was really, really trippy for sure because she's like, I am here now. Yeah, yeah. she had like a high pitch like, yeah, I am here. Um, and as she's putting Sabrina away, Miss Wardwell is looking through the mirror and she's like, body pot? Is that yeah. you? She's like, girl, that's you? What you talking yeah. about here? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's she how we gets find worried. out her name. Like, Batty Bat is like, yeah. her name, um, which is a really funny name, by the way. And yeah. she, <laughs> so she basically says, uh, Wardwell basically says to Batty Bat, like, get out of the room, like, don't hurt her. Um, but Batty Bat is not okay with what happened to her, like, being sealed into that freaking Akron yeah. for the past 17 years. So she's like, no, I want to kill them all. Like, as soon as I find out the spell to get out of this house, I'm out of here. Like, yeah, like, Batty Bat was on a mish. Like, this girl was gonna... motivated to yeah. kill everyone. <laughs> she, like, she even Wardwell was like, girl, calm the F down. Like, just come through. Like, I'll, like, serve you some tea. She was yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm going to kill them right now. And I'm going to leave. Yeah. Like, she was like, she came out, like, guns ablaze. Right. And she even like breaks the mirror because she's like, I don't want to talk to you right now. She's like, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The mirror that Wardwell set up. She was like, She's like, Goodbye now. (laughs) I was like, Damn, girl. I was like, She pissed. Yeah. She's really pissed. So now we get a sequence of dreams, right? So, like, like we were talking about, it's almost like, episodically that way like it was it was set up that way where we go to, to each person's dream so we start off at sabrina's dream and her dream is about everybody in school and it's not like just like baxter high it's like baxter high but like everybody's there it's like nick's there yeah the weird, the sisters. weird sisters are there 
And so it's kind of seeing her like it looks like a like a dream come true, really, if you look at it that way. She's like, so she has everybody together the same place. So, yeah, one of the things that I did love about this and especially Sabrina's dream, because it's the first one. But, you know, dreams are sort of like like a reflection of what we've been thinking about or like yeah, our wishes or like yeah. what our worries. Um, so to get into her mindset and see that she's been kind of, you know, her two worlds are sort of colliding. Yeah. Um, whether she wants that or not, like it was a really cool, like dream sequence to see because a lot of more shit does happen, right? So right, yeah. So yeah, so she sees who does she see first? Does she see the weird sisters first? She sees the weird sisters. They're like, oh, you're so annoying, and then like they walk away. I think, and then she sees Nick Scratch. Nick Scratch, yeah. Who is like basically saying like she's freaking beautiful. All yeah, the time. he's high key putting the moves on her. I yeah. was like. <gasps> wait a minute, this is her dream. That means that she wants him to put the moves on her. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's the crazy yeah, exactly. part, right? Like, that's this is true. all what she's kind of like, she's wanting or she's thinking about. So I'm like, right. oh, shit. And of course, Harvey like jumps in like in yeah. that moment. And he's like, I need to talk to you really quick. What did you think? So I know this is a dream and all, but what did you think of seeing that triangle like right away? Oh, my God. It was amazing. It It was was amazing because it's coming from her psyche. Like that's that's the thing. It's not coming from like anyone else's perspective or like even in the story, like it's happening in her brain. So, you know, that it's going to it's going to start festering into like her real life for sure. Into her real things for sure. Yeah. So Harvey takes her away. He's like, hey, girl, I got something to tell you really (laughs) important. And I's like, ooh, like, what's he going to tell her? He's like, let's go somewhere quiet she's like okay he's like yeah. right here in the hallway like he was like right there <laughs> like he just turned around he's like come let's talk know. right here dreams are weird like that i'm just like chalking it up to a dream but yeah he literally like goes down on one knee in the middle of the freaking hallway and he's like will you marry me um and uh she's like i don't know what to say she's like sure whatever she's like, yeah I'll and then be. It kind of like cuts to like a next moment where they're getting ready and she's wearing her mom's wedding dress and it's like all cute. And he and she and he's getting ready and she tells him that he she's a witch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know what? This sounds familiar. It sounds like it, it seems like it's something that you've told me before. And she's like, well, I did tell you and you like glitched the fuck out. So and he's like, I made you well, forget. Yeah, it feels it feels like you told me and like I'm good now. So he's like happy and she's mm-hmm. happy. So everything's good. And right. But so now the wedding's happening. Everybody's like in like some sort of church. Blackwood is like going to be the one to like administer it or whatever. Yeah. And she sees Nick before she walks down the hall. Like, yeah. Down the aisle. And he's like, girl, like. You should marry me. Like, I'm a warlock. We should yeah. be together. So once again, it's just like what you were saying. There's I feel like this, he like, was definitely, like, too thirsty in our dreams. <laughs> like, like, he's coming which, on way too hard. But, but that's what whatever. I'm saying. Like, to what you're saying, exactly, that means that she really she wants really him to wanted. come through. Yeah, Which is sure. kind of crazy. Yeah. So uh, they're about to get married by uh, Father Blackwood. And right before that happens, the dad, like Harvey's dad and Tommy come in and they're like yelling. They're like protesting the whole situation. They're calling her a witch. And then everybody starts kind of standing up like Roz and Susie are in the aisles and they're like screaming at her too. And then Harvey freaking turns around and starts like choking her to death. So he's like, I can't believe you told me that you're a witch. Like it just like completely flipped into this full out nightmare. Like violent nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And and like there's this weird like, I don't even know what you call it. It's like a torture device. Yeah. Like a torture like chamber where like whoever is in it, it kind of just like stabs them to death. Like there's like a hundred like freaking knives. Yeah. 
I've, I've, I feel like I've seen it in a lot of like those old school medieval, torture yeah, medieval yeah. times where I think you have to stay perfectly still in the center in order to, for you not to get like like hit. But oh. it's impossible. So you're going to get like like blood's just going to like gush out of you. Basically, yeah. you're going to slowly die uh, from all these like pricks. So that's what happens to her. She literally gets locked up into this fucking it thing. It was disgusting, guys. It, it was, was so, so disgusting. Gross. Like you blood is like gushing like, out at the screaming. bottom. I'm like, no. And like, yeah, like, blood's Jesus. just like, there's like a little like funnel that like put, takes your blood <laughs> yeah. out. I was like, what the hell? But I really think like, um, it was violent. really violent and it really got violent like really quickly. But we also get to see her dad in that moment too, right? Right. He walks her down the aisle, right? Is that right? Yeah. Which was like, yeah. I was like, oh, whoa. Like we're getting to see her dad for real though? They like so put does this payroll. mean do, does this mean that she's seen her dad before? Because the mom wasn't in this dream sequence. It must be pictures or something. Like they must, she must have something. They don't really explain how she knows what they look like and all that. But because she doesn't, I guess she doesn't know what the mom looks like. Maybe because the mom wasn't in it, so maybe she only knows what her dad looks like. Or maybe she was already like just chilling, sitting down, yeah. and they didn't want to pay the actress. But like, yeah. yeah, like the father always is the one that like walks you down the aisle, so it wouldn't be the mom. Anyway. So she's being tor- in the tor- she's in the torture device, she's screaming her freaking head off, and then Batty Bat com- kind of comes into the frame, and he's like, oh, or she actually, Batty Bat's a girl. I didn't realize that freaking demons had like genders, but yeah, <laughs> Batty Bat comes into frame, and she's like, you need to tell me the spell to get out of this house, or you're gonna be in this nightmare for the rest of your life, basically. Yeah. And she's like screaming bloody murder, and then it cuts to the next dream. So then that's like her predicament. Ambrose now it cuts to Ambrose's dream, mm-hmm. and Ambrose is really interesting. He uh, gets a like Hilda comes in, and he's like, she's like, there's somebody that just died. It's he almost was, like, like you kind of knew what his nightmare was gonna be for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. As soon as it, it started, predi- I was like, oh, for sure. Yeah, I think all of them kind of had a level of predictability. Yeah, like, I guess. You knew that, like Hilda's Zelda's dream got was me be, shook though. Zelda's honestly, got me I, shook. But anyway, we'll talk about that one later. But um, she uh, she says like come downstairs, and then he realizes that it's actually him, and she kind of like describes him pretty like sh- like shittily. She's like he was lonely, he has no friends, and it's him. Like Ambrose yeah. is like, do you not realize that <laughs> that's me? And yeah. she's like, no. And then anyway, she like she like dips, and as he's kind of embalming the body he cuts out like the heart mm-hmm. and then he starts to eat it and Hilda's like oh what are you doing and he's like I'm just eating the heart and she's like how does it taste and he's like it's like bitter mm-hmm. and I'm like damn he's like he feels like some type of way about himself anyway so he gets called upstairs and in that moment he bumps into Miss Wardwell so, so crazy so she's obviously like looking for Sabrina she's like I'm lost in a dream basically yeah she's and like I'm like, in the wrong the nightmare fuck? I was like this is so trippy this is <laughs> So or something yeah but that's what i mean it's very much like a power rangers episode like when i look at it that way it's so like it's structured in such a way that like i knew exactly what was going to happen next you know mm-hmm. what i mean uh so anyway so she bumps into him and then she kind of like dips to the next nightmare and then you and i guess you do see her kind of like meditating and sleeping in her like yes, cottage yeah so she's doing something too yeah. so she's trying to like get into the into the house so he goes upstairs and his father Blackwood saying, yo, listen, like your hex is broken. You can like leave the house now. So he's like so excited. He's ready to like run out the house and Batty Bat like attacks him as soon as he mm-hmm. opens the door and kills him. 
and then everything resets but now he's the dead body that they find so now he's watching himself watch himself um and he can't move so his body gets like opened up by himself anyway it's hard to explain but anybody everybody watch the episode so (laughs) um yeah so it's like this very existential moment where he's like dead but then he's not dead and he's like in this loop and baddie bad comes by and says the same thing that he said to she said to sabrina like get like tell me the spell and and you'll get out of this nightmare um but yeah ambrose's fucking nightmare is to be stuck in the house for the rest of his life yeah it was was pretty depressing pretty depressing nightmare yeah. Speaking of depressing nightmares, Hilda's dream. Oh my uh, god. She she goes to the freaking principal's office because the principal calls her in. So I guess she has like a low key crush on the principal at, ba- at Baxter High. Yeah. And um, so she like talks to him and he asks her out on a date. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, no one's ever, like, asked me out for dinner or whatever. Like, ever cooked me food. And so she goes home and she's, like, getting ready. And obviously, Zelda's, like, ragging so hard on her. She's like, does. Uh, she's like, does he know that you're a virgin? Like all these, <laughs> all these things that kind of like she shouldn't be saying. Yeah, and she's just Hilda's, digging at her. Yeah, and Hilda's so fed up at this point that she slaps like a freaking, uh, I guess like spell on her and like sews her mouth shut, and so now Zelda can't speak. Um, and then it cuts to the principal and her having dinner with him. And then at the end of the night, like, they're going to sleep and she passes out. But then you can see, like, him turning into, like, a doctor and then Batty Bat's kind of there. So, you know, something bad's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up, like, in his, like, room and he tells her a story about um, him having a twin brother and the fact that he ate, the like, the brother in in vitro. Yeah. And, like, it was just, like, this – it was such a random story to tell. It was so random. Tell. Like, what was like, the what connection if, there? I have no freaking clue. I'm, like, that's such a weird thing. And so then he was, like, I want to share – like, I want to share him with you. His name was, like, Bob or something. Ugh. Ew. He, like, opens up his shirt and it's, like, the twins, like, eyeballs and, it's like, like mouth. coming out of his stomach. Ew. It was so gross. Was so like, nasty. the visuals are so nasty. And they do, like, a, like extreme close-up zoom on, like, this fucking eye, – these eyeballs, like, blinking and shit. It was so nasty. And so then he's, like, well, now that I can share that with you, like, I wanted you to have the same thing as me. And then she, like, looks to the left and she sees that Zelda's literally, like, sewed yeah. to her. Um, and that's her fucking nightmare. Oh, God. Her, her literal nightmare is having Zelda, like, sewed, sewed to her body. And um, she can't get off of her, like, whatever. It's, like, like terrifying. And then Batty Bat comes in again. She's like, if you don't tell me the thing, then, like, this is going to be your nightmare for the rest of your life. Whatever. Now it cuts to Zelda's nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zelda's is, like, pretty interesting. Um, so she is talking to a bunch of kids and kind of preaching to them about, like, the origin story. So we know the story of – the classic story of Adam and Eve. She, like, Adam, like Eve eats the apple. She's, like, a sinner, da-da-da-da-da. But this was, like, a really interesting, like, different take on it. She basically says that um, the false god, which is, like, the Christian god, um, made her feel, like, shame – but the Dark Lord gave her knowledge, which was, like, the snake in the story. So it was an interesting, like, spin on, yeah. like, that classic story, which was really interesting. It just shows that there's such a opposite, like, viewpoint in this in It's this actually crazy at how much, like, the two shows that we're watching now between Sabrina and um, American Horror Story. Apocalypse, yeah. like, they're both talking about 
Satanism and like this dark like Lord and and it's crazy how it they're just all synced up like yeah it's really uh, like, really weird all of a sudden we're like hearing so this. much about this and it's like yeah, crazy it's, I'm like I'm, I'm like I so know what that Satanism. means <laughs> yeah um so anyway in that moment I think it's either Hilda or somebody comes in and she's like oh well the Dark Lord is going to be coming for dinner so we have to like prepare ourselves and then Zelda's like getting so excited because yeah, this is literally her it. dream come true she's like oh my she's, god he's coming for dinner we have to like yeah. cook a boy and then like she looks at the kid and she's like oh he's fat enough like we'll cook this guy yeah so like one of the kids are eating like a lot of candy he, he was like, so cute <laughs> And even like, Z- like Hilda's like, I'm gonna make a vegetable pie. Yeah. And Zelda's like, sh- he's a freaking like carnivore. Obviously, he's yeah. not. Yeah. He's not even gonna touch vegetable your vegetable pie. pie. Yeah. So like, yeah. they're both in the kitchen. This was my favorite sequence of all time. They're both yeah. in the kitchen, and like Zelda's like feeling herself. She's like, yes, like I'm gonna cook like this kid. And Hilda's like, okay, but I'm gonna make my pie, like whatever. Yeah. And then he comes in, right? He like knocks on the door. Right. And it's like it's Father Blackwood dressed as the Dark Lord. Like it's yeah. the same actor. Um, but anyway, it's him. And he's like, uh, what did you guys make? And Hilda's like, I made a vegetable pie. He's like, cool. And then he's he asks Zelda, like, what did you make? And she's like, I roasted your favorite, a child. Yeah. And then he asks her, like, did you uh like is this a regular kid, like a, a mortal kid, or is it like a, a Christian like, child or the, is it a, a dark lord child? Like a child of the darkness or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, well, I just killed him because he was like right in front of me. So it was like a child of the darkness. Yeah. And he kind of gets cheese at her. He's like, well, why would you do that? You know that our numbers are like not that much. Yeah. Like that's a, that was such a stupid thing for you to do. And so then he like ends up eating. He's like, <laughs> like I want the, Hilda's <laughs> vegetable pie anyways. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, oh. He, <gasps> like, like She's a gag. Yeah. And then um, she's she's like watching them enjoy each other's company or whatever, and she's like so freaking jealous. And they're like so laughing, him, they're having a good yeah. time, like they're chatting. And she's like sketching out. She's like she yeah. can't even deal. Like she walks to the kitchen, she's like so mad, and she's I'm just so dying pissed. of laughter that this is her effing nightmare. Like this her is nightmare, her freaking nightmare <laughs> that she like her sister gets the globe versus her yeah. to the Dark Lord. So she, um, yeah. So like Hilda like closes the door. She's like, oh my god, he's so jokes. Like we're gonna go for coffee later like she's so happy yeah and zelda's so freaking jealous and pissed she like kills her in that moment she like hits her over the head or something and she's so pissed she's like you don't even like the freaking dark lord you never liked him anyway i'm so annoyed so she kills her and she buries her in the backyard and then he and then the dark lord comes back in yeah and he's like, where is Hilda? I want to hang out with her again. And she was like, oh, she's just like, she'll come back or whatever. She's just like away. Yeah. And he's like, no, she's dead now forever. You actually killed her. Yeah. And she's never coming back. Like, it's over. And then, uh, like, she, like, freaking, like, breaks down. She loses and, like, it. Yeah. That was her freaking, sat, like, that was her biggest nightmare. It's like losing her nightmare. sister forever. Losing yeah. her sister for the forever. And I was like, so gagged what did you think of this part no of the for episode? sure like it was so emotional and i never i didn't expect them to get here so quickly because i think we were talking about yeah. this in the last episode as well we're like definitely like we're gonna explore their relationship more but mm-hmm. having like seen this so quickly in this episode where like zelda for real like is feeling some type of way and she's like if i lose my sister like it's the end of me too like she couldn't function without her sister so yeah I don't and she know, felt like, a lot of guilt like she, yeah. all the times that she tried to kill her in the past and now she can't come back to life yeah. like 
she's realizing all of her mistakes and she's like that's such a pretty that's a pretty it was, deep hers was definitely have. like yeah my favorite one because it was like the biggest realization for sure yeah for sure and like she's like stuck in this loop of like feeling that yeah pain and torment anyway she becomes completely useless like spoiler alert she becomes so useless in the, later on in the episode but um then she so then it cuts to wardwell finding sabrina in her dream so yeah. she's uh, like stuck in that ch- chamber device or whatever and Wordworld's like okay i found you finally um let me like wake you up so sh- so sabrina's already like very confused she's like what the hell are you doing here miss yeah. Wardwell? like why are you in my dream right now and she was like don't worry about it right now this is just like all a dream whatever so yeah. she's like i'm gonna prick your finger and then you just run. Uh, you're gonna and just you run. have to run yeah you're gonna feel it, and then you're gonna like wake up. Yeah. So but Sabrina's like, yeah, but if I run, like, what's gonna happen to my my aunt and like Ambrose? Like, I'm gonna have to leave them. And she goes, yeah, just save yourself, save yourself. So Sabrina's yeah, like, okay, like, but I'm not down for that. Like, I gotta save everyone. Yeah. So she, uh, so Wardwell wakes herself up, and then she goes to the voodoo doll that she had made like last episode, and she pricks like the finger of her the voodoo doll, and yeah. Sabrina like yells, waking up. She's like, ah. And so then it like becomes like a rescue mission. So Sabrina wakes up. She hides under the bed because now Batty Bat is like realizing that people are like awake or whatever. And so she gets to Sabrina's bed and she's not there. So she starts to look for Sabrina while Sabrina is hiding under her bed. Yeah. What like did you think that there was like a lot of like what did you think of this part of the episode? How it's kind of like um, shifted to like the third act, I guess. It was kind of long actually. I felt like they were running around for a while, but I did like yeah, how that's true. I did like how Serena tricks her. But that kind of yeah. happens even later on too. Like there was definitely a lot of running around that I was like, okay, guys, come on, like let's just get to the end. Like, you know, it was a lot of running around. It was a lot of like hustling in. Like and. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I'm going to break some tea down really quickly since we're just, like, already here in the episode. Are, are you feeling like a lot of it is very contrived? Like, you know that things are going to happen the way they're going to happen? I mean, I know that Sabrina's not going to die. I know that. Like, right. you know, I know that no one else is going to die. I know that. So uh, anything else is kind of just, like, entertainment and seeing how she does what she does. You know? but It's but, like watching Riverdale. Like, I'm like, you know these kids aren't going to die. The core four is yeah. never going to die. But you're accepting that, you know... You're watching their mission and you're going to see how they're going to deal with it. I guess. I just, I don't know. I guess we're supposed to just kind of go along for the ride. I know that Sabrina is what it is, but I'm starting to realize that this is a show that has, it's more, and I guess that's, it's all in the freaking title of the show. It's like an adventure. You're trying to stay kind of suspended in a bit of like action and adventure and suspense and all that kind of stuff. And you're not going to feel like there's a lot of like, danger per se especially not in episode five i guess because i just didn't feel like she was in any danger at all the entire time i was like she'll figure it out so to your point like, I think she sabrina's, figures it out pretty slowly i think sabrina's biggest like risk at this point is like changing through all of this so you know that right. she's gonna survive you know that she's not gonna die obviously but what do these things like what kind of effect do these things have on her character you know are her motivations going to change later on? Like, it's going to definitely shape her um, right, and right. the people that she loves, like Harvey and her aunt. And, like, so that's a danger to her, I feel like. Because if it, if shit goes wrong, like, it can mess her up, like, I feel like mentally. But right, otherwise, sure. like, I feel like physically, obviously, she's, she's going to, like, survive. We know that. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Uh, moving back to that uh, story. So she tries to wake up Ambrose. He's not going to wake up. So then she starts to look for a spell. And she finds a spell. 
and she holds the Akron and she tries to do the spell on the on Batty Bat, but it doesn't work. And instead, like Batty Bat, like just like dashes like the freaking Akron away, yeah. like it smashes into a bunch of pieces. And then she gets cut. I think she like gets slashed by Batty Bat while she's walking toward her uh, in the living room. And then she like runs to the ants uh, who are sleeping in their room, and she can't wake up her ants either. And I forget what happens. I think she just decides that she says, like, I'm going to try lucid dreaming. Like, she doesn't really, like, I don't yeah, know how she Yeah, I think she realizes that, like, she's going to have to go back into the dreams to yes. to get her or oh, I guess she was talking. To, I think she was talking to Salem at that point. She's like, yeah. dude, what do I do? And he's like, try lucid dreaming. She's like, thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah. So she, uh, so she, tr- she devises a plan where uh, Salem pretends to be, so he, gla- she glamours Salem to look like, Sabrina, yeah, and distracts Batty Bat. Like Batty Bat's like, like walking around the freaking house, being like, "Come here, Sabrina." So she. It was like, really running. cool how they did it because like she was in the morgue, and like right. her real self was under a sheet, acting like a dead body essentially. Yeah, and then I guess like Salem sort of like walks back up the stairs, so he takes Batty Bat with her up the stairs, where like Sabrina's just sleeping under the sheet. Like it was really right. cool the way they did it. I love that sequence. Yeah. And I love the fact that, like, that is one of their abilities is, like, Salem can be glamoured and yeah, he can sick. act as, Salem like, a Salem definitely came through for her, like, again, this episode. Oh, 100%. I love the fact that, you know, like, I was talking about this earlier and how Salem as a familiar doesn't get to talk and all that kind of stuff. But I like the way they're using him yeah. in this show so far. For like, sure. It, I, I think that it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So... Anyway, so she gets he gets distracted. She gets distracted by Salem, and then she runs upstairs. And Sabrina's like, "I got two minutes to like go in and like figure my situation out." So she goes in, and then she goes to Zelda, and Zelda's like useless. freaking crawled up in a corner. Yeah. She's like so useless. She's like, "I can't do anything." She's like, "I killed my sister." She's like, my like, sister's she, dead. Yeah, she's like, "Okay, th- you're you're completely useless in this moment. Yeah. I need to go somewhere else." And so she only she has to, two minutes, so like time's ticking, yeah. girl. So she goes to Hilda, and Hilda's, like, still, like, attached to freaking Zelda. And she's like, what the hell? And she's like, why don't you try using my spiders as my, like, uh, to help trap her or something? And uh, she starts to get an idea. She's like, trap. Oh, that sounds like a good idea, whatever. Um, And then she goes to Ambrose. And then she's like, bro, can you help me out? Like, by distracting her and saying that you're going to. Uh, tell her the spell if she helps you out. So while that's all happening, just to buy her a little bit more time, she uh, gets Ambrose to do that. Ambrose, like, calls over Batty Bat, and Batty Bat's like, what the hell are you telling me? That's a lie. And then she realizes that Sabrina is, like, out in the world, and she wants to, like, attack her. her. Yeah. So she she finds her, like, in the living room, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Sabrina starts to use this... um, it, she creates like one of those like cat's cradle like things in her hands like with a piece of yarn and as she's like tying these little, little bows or whatever she's like making all these knots um the spiders so Hilda's spiders start to attack um batty bat and trap her and so she like says something in the moment where she was like sometimes you have to do like the old school way to capture something you don't have to like do something some next level spell you just like capture them with like spiders, like something about. She says something about a dream catcher. She was like, mm-hmm. "The dream catcher is like an old school way to do things, but sometimes that's all you really need mm-hmm. to capture someone." So, it was interesting that she came up with this herself. Well, not really. Like Hilda kind of helped her, I guess, low key. But 
I'm surprised that Wardwell didn't even, like, give her any advice other than, like, run for your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she couldn't have walked her through it at all and said, like, listen, like, so you need to do this, this, and this. It was weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then they all wake up and they're in the kitchen just chilling and it shows all that red sand that came out, which is, I guess, batty bat, and mm-hmm. it's now in a jam, jam jar. Um. So the one thing that I want to ask is, does that mean that when they put her in the urn, she was already sleeping? Like they were already sleeping. Yeah, because that, that never happened. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Got it. By that got point, it. she was already. They were already in their dreams. That's why it was I so see. trippy. Because like I'm like, oh shit, this never happened. Yeah, I, it's like, like literally was, inception. Really random. Yeah, it was totally inception. So um, Zelda has a really quick moment in like in real life where she basically apologizes Sabrina for. Um, being completely useless. Yeah. And um, I think it was really cute. I think we finally see a little bit of humanity in, in sure. Zelda. She's For becoming sure. like a more like well-rounded character. Um, and so it was interesting because like even Sabrina, like she kind of blurts that like she saw them all in their dreams. Right. Um, and they yes. all kind of get embarrassed a little. They're like, oh shit, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then she sort and of has she... to backtrack. She's like, no, no, it's okay. Like I don't even remember like what they were. Right. But obviously she does. Yeah. Hilda just like feels embarrassed that that was her nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So then it cuts to her in her room and she calls Harvey and it's like three o'clock at this point. And he's like, what are you calling me? It was so funny because he's like, hello, hello. She's like, it's me, Sabrina. I'm like, don't you guys have caller ID? Like, (laughs) I guess they don't. I guess like they have Yeah, I guess they don't. They have like old school phones. So... Um, yeah, she's, she basically says to him, like, would you ever hurt me? And he's like, of course I wouldn't hurt you. What are you saying this for? And she's like, just don't ever hurt me. Like, I love you. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, weirdo, just, I'll see you tomorrow at Miss, in Miss Wardwell's class. And then she kind of like has a moment where yeah, she's, she's like, like, oh shit. And so then she decides. Like, at three o'clock uh, in the morning so to go there. That. That was the best moment to do yeah. that. So she freaking like knocks on Miss Wardwell's. First of all, Miss Wardwell does not live close to Sabrina. No, not at all. She like lives in a cottage like down the fucking street. It makes no like, sense. So I was like, far. why would she go there in the middle of the I'm, like, night? Does she even have like her driver's license? We've never no. seen her drive a car before. Like, how the fuck did she? Does get she there? have a broomstick? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, those are the moments where I feel like they could have at least filled it up with a little bit of magic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. teleport that bitch. Like, let me see that shit. I yeah. want to see her That's use true. her powers for a hot sec. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, so, anyway, so she ends up at Miss Wardwell's house and she's like, I want answers right now. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah. It was a good ending for sure. I was like, ooh. Yeah, it was a good ending because it kind of, I'm like, oh shit, they're going to like freaking, how's she going to get herself out of the situation? Because yeah. obviously Wardwell is probably not going to want to tell her like what, what the fuck she is going on for real. Yeah. And like how good of an interviewer is, is Sabrina? Like she's so, like this is the, this is the part of the show that like I kind of get annoyed by Sabrina and how she's kind of taking this all in but at the same time like i wonder what i would do in that situation like you see your freaking teacher in a nightmare and then you're like oh are you a witch or not my question was can't you just like tell your aunts like why would you just like go right to that person and be like what's good yeah like you know for sure that for sure i agree with and like my my question was too like why wouldn't wardwell just say like i'm just a figment of your imagination like why was she out here being like yeah i'm a witch i'm in your dream like i'm trying to save you like she could i think she did she could have she did try to say that though 
Did she? But like, I think she did. She was like, don't worry about it. She was like, I'm a part of your subconscious or something. I don't think she like outwardly said it. But I think by the end of it, you realize that she's something legit. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, you need to tell me what what your connection is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an interesting way to like push that storyline forward to like a different part. Cause like we were wondering like how freaking long is Wardwell going to be like lurking I in mean, the shadows. It's waiting. in episode five. We got to, f- we, Sabrina has to find out that Wardwell definitely has a strong has connection to her for sure. Like it's time. Yeah, right. So, sure. so I bought exactly. it for sure. Um, all right, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, Best moment. moment. My best moment was Zelda's dream. I thought it was really um, cool to see her, like I said, feel some type of way about what she's been doing to her sister all this time. And yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed it. I, and look, obviously I didn't enjoy seeing her suffer, but I think that it was cool to finally see her show a bit of humanity, which yeah. was, I think, important for her character yeah. for sure. And How it's interesting, you? right? Like, like you always try to see things as as a whole, like the whole season, so I'm like, okay, yeah. we're in episode five. These characters have to grow at this point. We can't just be in episode nine and they're still they're dealing with things now. So it was a yeah, very realistic true. like moment for Zelda to like feel those type of feelings. So I was for happy sure, with it. Yeah. Sure. Um, my best moment I think was Sabrina's dream where Okay, she, yeah, yeah. You know, she sees everyone at the school, her two worlds are are in one, they're colliding, and um her with Nick and just realizing that like this is all her um inside of her psyche. And so knowing that was even cooler because i was like "Ooh, girl some drama about to happen you are feeling some type of way about nikki yeah yeah for sure i was that's a good catch i didn't even like really like pull that in but yeah for sure she's like definitely getting some like special dreams for for her man yeah and her next man wtf moment um i don't know if i really had a wtf moment but i think it was um wardwell trying to save sabrina and then instead of saving her, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Like, I'm in your dream. So, like, I must be a witch. I was just like, girl, your plans don't right. work, though. Like, <laughs> I, you're, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, you're trying to hurt her. You're trying to save her. I don't know. You're yeah, in, up in your dreams. So you're trying to expose. You're exposing yourself. Like, uh, you're not good at your job. <laughs> I'm yeah. Just like, she, like I don't what know. are you doing with your life yeah. right now? She's so useless. Yeah. Um, my WTF moment was Harvey choking Sabrina in her dream. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? I can't believe he, like, turns on her. And that, that like, it's crazy to think that that's her biggest fear is that Harvey's going to, like, Dude, hurt I'm scared. her in that way. I'm so scared I'm for just, that. I'm very, like, I'm worried if, like, is it foreshadowing? Yeah. Is it going to be, like, just to see him in that, like, moment. Like, he's such a do-gooder. He's, like, such a dorky dork. To see him, like, turn around and be like, I'm going to kill you. Like, it wasn't even, like, her friends or anybody else. It was literally him choking her. So I was, like, pretty shook by that I know. I didn't want to talk about it earlier because I knew you were going to get to it. But it was a huge moment for me. And I just got, like, really bad feelings. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. I feel like this is going to come back into play for sure. MVP. My MVP is going to go to Salem, which he's, like, the silent, like, hero of it all. Because he was so effing cute in this episode. And he legit comes through for her. You know, True. when everyone else was like basically sleeping, um, Useless. he he did a lot for her. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, mine is Miss Wardwell. I think I yeah. know that you're you just said that yeah. she was like pretty stupid for exposing herself, but without Miss Wardwell 
waking Sabrina up, she would have, they would have like been stuck in that moment. So, like I said, there's, I don't know what her motivation is. Like, does she want to keep her alive? Does she want to kill her? Like, does she want to like possess her body? Like, who knows? Like, what the fuck is happening with her whole motivation? But she obviously came through in this moment for her. So I was like, good job, girl. You finally did something like rock proper. Yeah. LVP. My LVP is gonna go to the ants, Hilda and Zelda, because I feel like they should be so much wiser, I feel like, and stronger. And I feel like they're still so weak and they get stuck in these situations where like they don't know how to get out. Like I get it, like Zelda fell some type of way, but like girl, your niece needs your help, she's gonna die. Like wake the fuck up, you know? I feel like they weren't really really doing much. I really think that they paralyzed the two ants in the show and even just like development mentally because, you know, like we're supposed to be focusing on Sabrina and her powers growth. But like it is kind of stupid. You're right. These these characters are not just like 50 year old women. They're like literally like hundreds of years old. Yeah, and like they have so much wisdom and, you know, they they know all these spells. And like I just I felt like I was like, really, guys, that's it? Like. Like, that's what you're going to give me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to to your point, my LVP was specifically Zelda because she literally did nothing this episode except for crawl in a corner. Um, So, yeah, I just, I guess they, like I said, they're literally making them not as, like, well-known. They're muted. Yeah. Yeah, they're very muted. And it's very interesting that you say that because I wonder if it has to do with the fact that the, maybe the Spellman family, in, in a sense, like, it would be more interesting if the Spellman family was, like, the black sheep of the entire, like, coven. You know, like, everybody knows the Spellmans are, like, kind of like those low-key losers. Because mm-hmm. then you would understand why they don't have a lot of knowledge. But instead, it's, like, the full opposite. Like, the, the like her dad was, like, the next level yeah, high yeah. priest. Like, you, so then that's what I mean. Like, no, they I would think- have the knowledge. They would be smart like they would be more intelligent to like get out of these situations faster but like they clearly can't they're freaking useless characters i definitely very useless i definitely think it has more to do with what you're saying like they have to kind of play the low-key character so that like sabrina like gets a glow up you know can 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 come through Yeah, yeah for sure which is like i don't know if that's necessarily like a fair enough reason to like shit on another character just so like sabrina can have her moment here's the thing i definitely think they'll have their moments i think throughout the season we'll see them have their like you know powerful moments so i guess we'll have to wait and see for that the The best best line um my best line was from the devil himself (laughs) and he was like i will only eat one dish tonight hilda's vegetable pie and there's like no better thing than like someone like glowing your dish up you know and like being like especially like a man being like yo i want your pie like you're like she's like yes and like literally it was such a cute moment yeah what the fuck it was so funny (laughs) yeah um, so my line, my best line is um, Zelda sa- saying to Sabrina, your attempts to conciliate your duality will only bring you pain and suffering. And then like right after that, like Hilda like bites like a dry ass cracker. Um, I like I just think that whole line, it's especially it was, yeah. is very foreshadowing to like her entire freaking personal. I struggle. feel like Zelda's lines are all that like Zelda's lines yeah. is like basically the synopsis for the next few episodes. <laughs> the entire like season <laughs> yeah for sure. yeah her lines yeah. are really good yeah um so yeah that's the episode guys let us know what you guys thought about the whole episode it was very very different from what i expected from the show but i wasn't mad at it to be honest but i also wasn't like this is the best episode ever so yeah. i'd love to know your guys' comments yeah. make sure you guys comment on the channel and make sure you guys subscribe if you haven't done that already like i said and that's it bye bye